You ain't even been a whole five seconds yet. I'm talking about reconnecting. Pretty cold. Pretty, 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 pretty cold. Okay. Back again with another word. Teaching, lesson, and preaching of the gospel when it comes to love chronicles. Okay, let me speak up because y'all probably can't hear me. I be loud all day. That's what's crazy. Then you get on live and then you wanna be little, you wanna have a little small voice. But um yeah. Message today. When it comes to Love Chronicles, it's gonna be about owning up and taking responsibility and accountability for what you get yourself involved in, okay? I usually let the people come first. I let people come, then I start, but people gonna come regardless. So I'm about to get this thing going, I'm about to pray. And then I'm uh, I'm uh, we're gonna unwrap this thing. So Heavenly Father, we come to you today just to say thank you for allowing us to be here to receive your word and your revelation and your understanding. We ask that you have your way and your will be done. This is your platform and this is your word. We're only the vessels that you choose to use to get it to be done. Touch our eyes, touch our ears, touch our hearts and our minds that we may be open to receive it in the way that you want us to receive it and not in our own way. Help us to stand aside and get out of the way and put our flesh to the side and to death so that we will be able to receive your true revelation and yours only. With that being said, have the floor, have your way. We leave this in your hands and we pray, amen. Let me get to this. So, owning up, all right? Y'all know what we was talking about in my last in the last few videos is basically um, working with counterfeits, the before and after the healing process of going through your relationships and the out with the old and in with the new. And so we coming now with the um, with the topic of owning up to the actions that you take owning up to the circumstance and the outcome that um, is presented to you when you are actually involved in relationships, whether it be romantically, whether it be friendship, whether it be family, whatever. We This is what we talk about today. So, but I have her at the top and I got some notes. So I'm not, you know, got the notes with the scriptures, everything. So what we have here at the top is um, learning to own up and take responsibility of what comes from the decision of your free will. Right. Um, and I will have to say the first thing that comes with that actually is just um, taking that time to actually step back, reevaluate and um, take, taking that initiative to actually just look at your own actions for a second. Because we go through these things where we like to blame people. We like to blame, it's like, oh, it was his fault. The reason why this happened is because of him. If he would've never did it or she would've never did this, if they would've never said this, I wouldn't be this way. But we gotta understand that it first starts with ourselves. If it wasn't true, then the Lord wouldn't say to to um, to put your flesh to death. It first start with ourself. He, he wouldn't tell us these things about our flesh. So, and what I mean by that in a deeper analogy is, um, if we don't have true, um, 
if we don't have true, what's the word I'm looking for? True discipline in Christ. If we don't have true obedience in Christ, then there are things that we will allow ourselves to be are a part of, whether we have good good hearts or not. There are things that we are allow ourselves to be a part of. Um, that we don't really realize that we're actually giving access to what the, what um we're actually giving access and um permission for the enemy to come and triumph in, in our lives and in situations so we will have to take up our part of the of um the whatever involvements that there is that's going on I'll be a little tongue-tied, you know, um, but we're going to get through this, though, nonetheless. The word will still get through. Um, and I have to admit, this is, has been kind of a pretty hard word to get out. It's been kind of hard, you know, um, with personal sides of trial and tribulation, but it's just nonetheless showing you that nobody's perfect. and We're going to go through it as we are on this walk with Christ, but he will still always get the glory. The enemy is a loser. He's going he gonna, he gonna to lose. He already lost. So, yeah, it takes two. And when it takes two, we got to look at that free will that was given to us all the way from the beginning. You know, um, we as humans, we have free will. And so by the free will that's given to us, whatever decision we choose to make gives permission to either God and the Holy Spirit or to Satan and his demons. So within our free will, whatever we give permission to, that, that then gains access for whatever we give permission to. So if you give permission, if you choose in your free will to do something that's right in Christ or to read his word and, and, and uh, put it into action and um, make him uh, the head of your day and the head of your mind and, you know, you do these things, you you. You follow his commandments and you become more like him. If we do these things, then within our free will, we're actually giving him permission to operate in our lives. And if we're giving him permission to do these things, then that means he has access to not only just dwell in us and be a living, uh, um, we be living um, vessels for him, but for him to actually operate in our lives in ways that we couldn't ever imagine for ourselves or that we couldn't have ever even done for ourselves. And when we do that, we, we gain great clarity, we gain great gifts, we gain, we get, we gain these great things that comes along with partnering and um, operating in the Holy Spirit, which we then have to be responsible, we have to take responsibility for. You know, um, it's in the scripture, with great things come great responsibility. So this is kind of that cause and effect. Thing. Whatever there's a cause for is going to also be an effect for. So if we do this and we understand that this is what's done when it comes to Christ, then we can understand that this is what happens when it comes to um, the enemy. You know, if we give our free will, because God's not somebody, he's a force to be reckoned with, but he's not something, someone that's going to force you to do anything. So we got to correct ourselves when we go, well, God forced me to do this. Like, no, not really. You just felt his force because he's sovereign over everything. He controls everything. You felt him as a force. You felt his force, but he didn't force you to do anything. He, you kind of just felt that tug in your heart and that conviction. You felt it and you felt the need that you need to. And what, when you do that, when you feel the need that you need to obey or you need to do these things, what you did was choose to give that free will to 
what needs to be given, what it needs to be given to, which then gives some permission and access to come into your life and do whatever needs to be done. And you take the responsibility for that. And usually when you take responsibility for something that is done and is, is good, it's good, you can't go wrong with it. And that's that cause and effect. However, if you choose to do the same exact <laughs> You choose to use the same exact remedy, but not for God and use it for the enemy and you use it for his demises, then, of course, um, that's how you open up them doors and he gains access to have them strongholds and bondages and, you know, over your life, which you will have to then seek deliverance to be delivered from. Because why? Because the devil cannot force you to do anything as well. But know the difference. God is a force to be reckoned with, and the devil, he also is a force, but it's two different forces. You got the force of light, and you got the force of, of darkness. So, But the de the difference is, God can actually place things within you. He can actually operate things within you, because he's the one who designed and created you, to where you can actually receive that conviction from him, and you know, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then the devil, all he can do is come to manipulate, to try to influence you to do something that you're not supposed to be doing. And so we got to learn to like, for first and foremost, I pray for anybody that um, come across this live that they get better discernment. They, 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 they get that gift of discernment because we all have the gift of discernment. You can't operate in the spirit and not have a gift. You and not be able to this. You, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't, but um, it's vital for you when you're operating in the spirit to have that gift of discernment the spiritual gift of discernment so you can be able to discern the, the difference of um, what is actually heaven sent and what comes as a angel of light, which is actual darkness. So, so we need to have that gift of discernment. And I pray that the Lord not only awakens it, but he continues to sharpen it every day, even when you're sleeping and you're in the spirit. Actually, I, I pray that he sharpens that because it's very vital and it's very important. All right. So we understand that the devil cannot force us to do anything. He can only influence us. So when we have that important um, fact, that's when we got to start thinking who has our heart and who has our mind. Right. Because whoever has our heart and whoever has our mind is who we give that permission and access to. So we got to start to think that. And before I keep going on with these pinpoints and these PowerPoints, I'm going to read a few scriptures. Right. So. Just to, uh, you know, more give more better edification to um, what, you know, what is being spoken here and, and a better analogy at the same time. So. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13, it sometimes take two. And I want to be very light on that sometimes because majority of the time, if not all the time, it takes two. Because if you, we, we just already went over and agree with the fact that it's our free will, first and foremost. But we are only vessels, which means that we need a spirit to be filled in us, which means that it takes two. It's not only just us, but we are partnered with something. It's either light or dark, but it's something. So it takes two. So Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Galatians chapter 6, verses, 10, verses 5 through 10. For each will have to bear his own load. The one who is taught the word sh share all good things with the one who teaches. 
Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap. If we do not give up, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. This is that cause and effect. This is that, so he's literally saying in the scripture, whoever gives in to transgression will not prosper. Whoever conceals, you know, what is it conceal? It's like when you have a weapon, it's, it's concealed. And what, whoever conceals, whoever gives in to these things, whoever, by their free will, gives in because we all know what free will is authority attached to that it's authority let's not forget that authority with your free will there's authority attached to that so if you giving in from your free will to wicked things you're giving over your authority to satan you and when you giving into that free will into godly things you're stepping into your authority all the more you're walking in that authority you walking in that authority so we got to remember, we got to understand these type of things. And I'm actually um, talking for myself, too, as I'm giving this message, because, like I said, I'm about, I've been having my own trials and tribulations aside from, you know, um, actually giving this message. So, yeah, this is that cause and effect, you know, um, So this is this is this is the part when when we talk about owning up the very first sentence is confirmation for each will have to bear his own load. So when we say, oh, well, it's her fault or it's they fault or if they would never did this. They bear they whatever they did, whatever they chose to to give, they be involved in within their free will. They're going to have to bear their own load. But whatever you do or whatever you are involved in, whatever your yes is to. Whatever you decide to say yes to, whatever you give that yes to, it don't even have to be an actual verbal yes. It can be within your actions, cause and effect. It's a cause. It's an effect for everything. There is a cause that 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 is of that cause. Whatever they give their yes to, it's a lot of people who think they are a partner in Christ when, in fact, it be the exact opposite. Exactly, people think that they partner with Christ, and the whole time. They actually partner with, with the opposite. And it's not to say that you, it's because you have bad intentions. Sometimes your intentions be good. Your intentions be pure. But um, the simple fact is because you haven't had Christ embedded in you, which means he, you haven't dead, you haven't let him become a dwelling place in you, your mind and your heart is it, 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 still clouded and it's still polluted with the things of this flesh. And so you end up serving the total opposite from what you intend to be serving. Especially if you don't study, like, you know, what you can do to have Christ embedded in you is study the word and show yourself approved. Study him. Spend time in the day dwelling and praying and talking to him and putting these things forth to forth, putting things into play. Um, how do we know if we are partnering with something evil? Um, you know, because you will hear, you will hear the voice of God. All right. Sometimes when you don't, because sometimes God could be speaking to you and, um, he could be speaking to you and he could be warning you and he could be causing for them red flags to, to 
uh, flare up, but you can ignore that. So he could be, he can come through certain things, certain people. He can come through through your dreams. You know, these are certain certain um, examples. You know, of how you can know, and then simply from your fruits. You can tell from your fruits too. The fruits that um, the fruits that because you, you you when we said in the beginning, you reap what you what you sow. The whatever you've been sowing into, it don't even take a whole. It, it can be just a week. It could just be in, uh, from a week, from that Monday to that following Monday. If all whatever you've been sowing into, if you seeing that it's, it has bad fruits, if you seeing that it's not giving it getting getting you anywhere, any nowhere closer to Christ, then it's obvious that you are partnering with the wrong the wrong side. It's obvious that you are in works with the enemy, um, and what I do know is when you uh, when you have a relationship with God, there's no way you can de deny that conviction. Like you feel it. It's something that you feel. You may not want to speak up on it, but it's something that you can feel. It's like nonetheless, <laughs> get out your own way, kill that flesh, and let Him have what is supposed to be His, anyways. Let him, let Him have His way and His will. So, um. Yeah, this is all. This all comes with owning up, though, and taking accountability. Us as one, because we are vessels, and we know when we own up and take a, accountability for what we are uh, allowing ourselves to be involved in, then that's when we can we can start to make that change, and we could become, you know, more like Christ. We could start to be better in His eyes, do better in His eyes. So this is why I say, who got your mind? Who got who? We got ask who got our mind? Who got our heart? Who got our who got our mind? Because who, whoever got a, who, whatever has our mind in our heart, that's what it, our that's what our soul is 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 like at a line to. And we need to understand that these things are important because whatever has your heart and your mind and your soul is at a line to. You it's going to that's what your flesh is going to be. Your flesh is going to be led by, and then your your flesh. Your, your, and your soul is never supposed to control your spirit. Your, and this is it. Look, my brother Maurice was just on live. I shared his video on my page. I want y'all to go check that out because he's talking about some of these things. Your, he just said your spirit is supposed to be the one to be over your soul. And then it's your soul, and then it's your 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 flesh. It's never supposed to be flesh, and then soul, and then spirit. It's always supposed to be spirit. You gotta. And how do you make your spirit be in control? How do you make the Holy Spirit be in control over what is your soul and your body by feeding yourself the Word, eating and seeing that it's good. Eating and seeing that it's good, feeding yourself of the word, spending time and dwelling in his presence of the Holy Spirit, getting to know and have a relationship with him and not just saying, oh, yeah, I know God. I went to church. I go to church every Sunday. Yeah, we feed the we feed um, the less fortunate. Yeah, I have I have a nice and kind heart. But do you know the relationship? Do you know from your relationship? Do you know Jesus Christ? Do you know the son of God? Do you know him? Do you know the true faith? Would you would you know it's him right now if he begin to speak to you right now? Or would you need a thousand and one confirmation for something that is very simple? Do you know him? Because if you don't know him, then... <laughs> if you don't know him, then you're going to have to take up all the responsibilities that come with not knowing him. All the responsibilities that come with that cause and effect of not knowing who he is. So, 
Yeah. By your free will, you will either choose to or you look by your free will. You either choose to or you choose not to. So whatever you choose to do or choose not to do, you still give permission to one or the other. You either choose to or choose not to. You know, I just hear like, you know, when you make a decision with something, whatever you making and you, you whatever you make a decision to to choose to do, something immediately has to move out the way to make room for the for for whatever it is that you're choosing to do. So when you choosing to make um, God, the sin of your life, when you're choosing to give your free will and, your free will and, your, and giving permission to God and have access to Him, when you're choosing for Him to have your mind and having your heart, when you're choosing for those things, then guess what? It kind of becomes hard for you to be for for you to be influenced by um, Satan and, and any of his wiles or anything that has to do with the kingdom of darkness, because. When you choosing to do these things, when you making more room for light, that stuff that's like with pride and ego, things like that, it has to die. That things have it has to flee. It says submit from the devil, submit submit, submit to God and turn from the devil and he will flee from you. That's in scripture. Submit to the Lord. Turn from Satan and he will flee. He has to flee. He must flee. He must flee from you. Um People are like, well, what does this have to do with relationships? And what does it have to do with love? Because if we see the love chronicles hashtag, like we 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 see the um hashtag, we see all that. So what does this have to do with the love aspect? Well, first and foremost, because the obvious, God is love. He is love. And second most is when we are in um Basically, walk in it 100%. Exactly. You got to walk like you talk it. You got to walk like you talk it. That way you have no doubts. Exactly. Walk it like you talk it. Walk it like you talk it. So, when we are and have, when we have relationships, all we are doing while we're here, ultimately, is forming relation, right? With the Holy Spirit, with Christ. And as we're doing that, there we're not the only vet. Like I'm not the only vessel here. Like it's obvious that there are millions and millions of other people on this earth. So it's obvious that we're all going to also be forming connection and relation with each other. And when we do those things, we have to. I I feel like um I I I just feel it. It's like this is what he means. This is what he means with Ephesians. Like you know, and what he means in Corinthians. This is what he means in those when he speak about love and when he speak about the the war and having on that armor and what we're actually going up against. Because though we're making relations with each other, we're not actually making um we're not actually going up against like actual people. Like when we making the relationship with some someone, the the soul is there nonetheless. But it's the spirit that is being, it's the spirit that is leading that soul. Um, you, my name is Black Heaven, you should be. Um, I'm going to ignore the, the comments right now. <laughs> but it's the spirit that is leading that soul. It's the spirit that has, that has, um, uh, that has more authority over that soul. So you got to be careful with who you're actually connecting to, what you're actually connecting. This is why we need that gift of discernment. To be sharpened all the more because with that gift of discernment you'll be able to tell oh this is a person that is in christ this is a person that walks with christ this is a person that has christ this is a god for a man this is a god for a woman or you'll be able to tell oh this is nothing but a, a, a spirit that's sent from satan coming through this person we gotta remember it's never actually really the person the only time 
the only time we need to pay attention to whether it's the person or not is when it's kind of ourselves in a way. Like nonetheless, because it's our it starts off with our, with our flesh. How do I confirm that? And the spirit in the in the Bible, he says that a thought when it's not checked goes and becomes rooted in your heart. And once it roots in your heart, it then becomes a, it's something that's a deeply rooted sin, and it it then condemns you as a whole. So. This is why I'm like kind of taking the time to stress in that free will and stressing those things because if we don't get that understanding that it first starts, it first starts within, it first starts within. And then another thing, when when it comes to, um, I actually see people now. That's that's pretty dope. But another thing is. Um, so when we are not careful with, you know, putting our our, our, our our flesh in check and putting it to that, he said, take up your cross, deny yourself and follow me. And and, and, and that just plainly, it just explains everything. When we not, uh, we don't put ourselves to in check and we don't kill that flesh and we don't deny ourselves and if we don't do these things, then, you know, it's um it's actually more easier for us to give more, uh, uh, more of a... Um, access to our to those those evil entities and those evil spirits it's actually more easier for that as we just read in the scripture you know in galatians chapter 6 verses 5 to 10 you know he says that whatever the flesh whatever 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 for the one who sows to his own flesh will form will from the flesh reap corruption but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life so we just read that you know, so it's just like well, that when if you ain't putting your your flesh in check and if you ain't killing it off as you going on, if you're not cutting off and refilling it with that Holy Spirit, then it's going to continue to sow. You're going to continue to sow in your flesh. You're going to continue to reap from the harvest of your flesh. And that's one thing that I learned dealing with the Holy Spirit is when you sow, you reap. The harvest, you reap the fruits of your spirit when you're sowing in him. But if you're sowing in this world, then you're sowing in your flesh. And so you will reap the harvest and the fruits from your flesh. And the fruits from your flesh is temporary versus the fruits from your spirit being ever and long lasting from Christ. So that's something I learned. That's something I learned. And I would love for... um I would love to let y'all know that as well. So, you know, whatever God tell me, I'm not going to hold just to myself. I'm going to give it out for everybody else, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, by doing these things, you know, we start to um, take back that authority that Christ gave to us, you know, and we learn to walk in it a little bit more. And so um, not too many um, times will we be able to say, oh, well, it was his fault, or it was their fault, or they did this to me, or whatever the case is, because they didn't really do anything. They didn't do anything at all. All, they, all you did was allow for it to be an influence. And you did the rest. All they did was influence. All that was was an influence. But you did the, you did the actual work. You did what you, you made that decision. You made that decision. And by making that decision to be involved in it, you actually killed what was supposed to be the very the very thing that was supposed to help you grow in you. You actually like you're actually killing that. 
you know and when you don't give into it you're actually killing off more of the more of what the the strategy of what the enemy is trying to use against you and you're actually gaining more in Christ just hopefully that um those that is meant for will understand actually those that this is meant for they will understand exactly what I'm saying and it may not be um it may not be something that you need right now but hold on to it because trust you don't need it later we go through seasons it's seasons and everything is everything don't stay the same. We know that. We know in the summer it ain't like this in the winter. We know that in the fall it ain't like that in the spring. So it's it, every you gonna but what you learned in the summertime, you know, you know you might need in the fall time. Period. So yeah. Um let me see. Let me see. Um, what you choose gives permission to that of what is involved in that choice, giving access to whatever. And who is responsible for that? We are. We're responsible for it. We're responsible for it. And it's like those that's like, oh, well, I thought God was sovereign over everything. I thought that he would let you do like God is sovereign over everything. Yes, and that is the fact. But when you choosing what you want to give your life to and when you choosing what you want to be serving and you choosing these things, God is going to, it's a point in time where God just steps back and lets you be you. He steps back and it's that in the, in that act, it's, you are handed over to what it is, whatever it is that you choose because he knows what it's going to be. He knows the outcome. So of course he's not just going to give up just immediately, just easy. He's going to put up a fight. Yes, he is. But if this is what you continuously, continuously over and over and over, that that is then because you didn't check the thought. So it, it, it went and rooted into your heart. And now it's deeply rooted in be, and it's, it's actually condemning you. Righteous can't be in the same, in the same um, seat as wickedness. So if someone has to move, he'll just let you, he'll just let you do. What you he let you do what you want to do, and we are we are dealing with in the season where it's a lot of prodigal sons, you know, a lot of prodigal daughters. It's a lot of a, a lot of us just returning home because we know this story all too well. <laughs> and we know this story all too well, and it's like, well, how do you know when um, God takes His hand off of you or off your situation, and He lets you um, He lets you um go through and learn that lesson it's like with uh jonah <laughs> when jonah got ate by that fish you know um how do we know these things because you start to see um that what was working for you what what was working for you is no longer it, it's like crumbling what the little bit of foundation that you did build is starting to break down his son be like back, back like i never left no for <laughs> No, for real. Like, no, for real, for real. Like, back like I never left. Like, and it's one thing you, it's one thing that I've noticed that, um, it's like, this, it's, it's, it's his signature. You know, it's his child, too. Cause you go out there thinking you grown, going out into that world, trying to do what you want to do. And he, he let you do it. And you always come crawling back on your hands and knees. Like, <laughs> you always come crawling back. Like, daddy. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Like just whatever, whatever it is. Come on now. Like we all know this. We all have we not have these times and these moments in our life where we come crawling back. <laughs> we come crawling back, like, Lord, please, like that. It's me. It's me. Right? But um, yeah, we whatever we choose gives permission to whatever is involved in that choice. 
Let me say that again. Whatever we choose, whatever we choose gives permission to that of what is involved in that choice. So we choosing to go and do something that is outside of the will of God, we're giving permission to whatever was involved within that choice. Whatever it is that we're choosing to do, we're giving permission to that. So who can we blame? If what we, that's our choice. We chose that. What we choose to give to, to give our free will to, we gave permission to whatever was it, whatever was basically um, laced within that, whatever was set up, set up in that. Because and that's why we got to be careful and we got to not be moving ahead of God outside of His will because He sees what we don't see. He knows these things. Sometimes we like to be disobedient, you know, but He sees what we don't see. How can we sow into your ministry, Cash App? Um, I haven't really thought about that. Um. But I do have a cash app. I don't know how to. Um, I think I didn't did something. Ooh, I I will have to put my cash app in the comments because I do have a cash app actually. Um, but you guys, if you feel led to, if you feel if you feel led to, so because the word is free, this is all free. No, no, no. Uh, no charge. This is all free. But if you feel led to sow then um, I am going to actually put it in the thing. Hopefully they can see it on here. But I'm going to put it on here. And if you feel the need to, if you feel that Christ is pushing you to, then go ahead and do that. But if you don't feel it, it's okay. Just take the word and apply it. And don't just take what I'm telling you, but take it to the Father and ask him. Ask him. Ask him for that confirmation and ask him for that revelation. Ask him, you know, don't just take study to show yourself approved and have gain your own relationship with the Lord. You know, do that. I, I, I honestly advise you to. Right. So um, taking accountability, taking accountability for sure, you know, um, like I said, it first starts off with you stepping back and getting out of God's way and reevaluating your living and your lifestyle and putting him head first. Taking that accountability is making that change. All right, so um, I have highlighted here initiation, right? The action of, which I got the definition to as well. The action of admitting someone into a secret or obscure society or group typically with a ritual the action of beginning something Woo! so we gotta go a little bit deeper in that all right we gotta go a little bit deeper before i go deeper let me um get my scriptures as well so we could dig deeper all right we ain't going off so you know we ain't just going off with just me right so we just talked about how whatever we choose, we give permission to whatever is involved in that choice. And while we given that access to whatever it is, we know we're responsible for it. So 
you do know that when we do that, we're actually being the initiators. Like we took that initiative. We are the ones who take that. We are, it's different when it's like God did something and you can't control that. It's just God did that and you have to go with it unless you're going against them. It's different like that. No, like this, some things is done solely based off of us making that initiative. We made that initiative. We made that move. He didn't tell us to do that. We did that out of our own will. Said lean not to understanding, but lean in. But lean unto the Lord. Trust the Lord, and He shall guide you and set your path straight. Trust the Lord in all that you do, and He will guide you and set your path straight. Right? Because we just read right here initiation and definition is the action of admitting someone into a secret or obscure society or group, typically with a ritual, the action of beginning something. And then I hear in the spirit, he had me write it down out here, like, this is how you make contracts. This is how people end up making contracts with the devil and making contracts with Satan. I don't know why sometimes I get where my nose start running or like, it's just certain things. Like right now I'm speaking about this and the deeper I'm getting, it's like my nose is starting to run. So if you see me wiping my nose a little bit, it's just because the spirit is actually starting to flow a little bit more. Um. So, yeah. When it comes to this definition, see, I like to break down the definitions of stuff, especially when it comes to the word, because it's, it's in there. It's hidden gems in there that you you wouldn't even know unless you take that time to do the study and you actually, you know, and you're doing it with the Holy Spirit. That's crazy. Initiation, right? It's starting something. It's the action of beginning something. And it's, and it's typically with a ritual. That alone it uh, uh, the first thing i heard was contract with satan thank you contract with satan that's how you make contracts with satan and of course it's not like you know um it's like well, contract with satan like how you make a contract with satan like what you know um of course it's not you just oh um yes i agree i'm going to do this with my life um excuse me a contract with Satan is, is basically exactly what we were just explaining, you know, um, by giving your free will. So say, for instance, um, I chose to get go out and buy some some liquor or I chose to go and I chose to spend my money on some marijuana or say, for instance, I chose to go out and be involved in sexual immorality. I just made a contract with Satan just by my actions and by my actions. Now, I just made a contract with a drunken spirit. By going to go buy that 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 bottle, I don't even necessarily have to drink it. It's the fact of what I sold my money into, and I'm I'm saying here you go, uh, Satan. I literally through my actions. Here you go, Satan. You you. I'm basically opening up that doorway, giving you permission to access to come in, and and so now all that's going to be happening is I'm going now all I have now I got to fight more temptation from that influencing voice. I'm saying you should do just do it, just do it, just sit in there. So it's better to just not do it at all. Is, is he say if your hand causes sin, chop it off. It's better for you to enter into heaven with one hand and then go your whole body to go into hell and perish. If your eyes cause you to sin, gouge it out. It's better for you to go into heaven with no eyes than for your whole body to go into hell and perish. This is those things. All right. And it's like when the longer you spend time in the Holy Spirit, you understand in the parable, like, look. If your mind causes you to sin, it's better for you to go within and gouge out what it is and what it is. Sometimes you got to literally, it's, it's in the scripture. 
It's in the scripture, renew mind, renew your mind and trans in the transforming of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you gotta get a whole new mind. Now you gotta get a whole new heart. Whatever it is, it's better for you to go without that thing into heaven than for you to go into hell with the whole thing. So do you believe that God will have mercy over you before the enemy possesses your body? He gives you a chance to get right. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely he does. He gives you that chance. But it's it's up to you to make that decision. It's up to you to make that decision. It's up to you to to take, yeah, like she said, grace. It's up to you. Yeah, and there are grace periods. There are grace periods. There are periods of grace and mercy where it's like you God sees, you know, like I said, he's not gonna just immediately, oh, I'm giving up on this person. No, he's gonna fight for you. So he sees, he sees, he saw this before it even came. And so usually God would start giving you sound warning because we know warning comes before destruction. So he'll start giving you sound warning and he'll start giving you sound instruction way before these things are even start happening. And we tend to think that what he's doing is telling us stuff from, from present tense, like what's already happening. Whenever God come to give you a warning or he give you sound instruction, that's because it's something that's to come. There's something that's to come. And he's he's preparing you for it, right? And um, so when it comes to being falling under his grace and his mercy, you know, because like she just said in the comments, you know, I'm loving y'all right now. I'm loving y'all. Like I love y'all all the time and always. And it's just like I can just love harder and harder right now with these hearts, with these comments, because it's like she just said, we fall short of the glory. Um, so don't mean to willfully sin. Though that's that's the kind of like taking advantage. Okay, yeah, don't mean some will willfully saying though that kind that's kind of like taking advantage of God's grace. Exactly. Exactly. And we just read it here. We just read it here. We just read it over here. You know, it says in verse seven of Galatians chapter six, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked, for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. So it's in the scripture. So it's not coming from just mere men and women minds. No, this is coming from the mouth of God. This is his words. You know, he says, do not be deceived. So if he's constantly giving you this warning and he's giving you this instruction and usually instruction is telling you what to and what not to do. Warning is saying, be careful, hazardous, do not enter, do not do it. And if you just blankly just going and you're purposely turning down the knobs of your ears so you don't hear him and shutting your eyes so you do not see him. You're choosing that you want to, he says this in the Bible, he says you, you choose to live in the darkness. You want to because that's all you've known. So you choose to live in the darkness, you know? Um, hopefully this, um, answers your question a little bit, you know, um, but he does give you that chance to get right though. He gives you, he gives you that chance to get right. It's all about if you choose to be, um, you choose to take that, you choose to take it and, um, and apply it, you know. We're always under God's grace. We're always under his mercy. We're always under those things. It's the moment, it's that we step from outside of it. We step from under, we make those moves. We take that initiative, you know? And when we do those things, we're making contracts with the enemy and we're giving him access, you know? Um, so we gotta be very careful of that. We gotta know these things, right? Um, and it's like one thing to tell God, like, yes, I'm going to do this and then don't do it. Like, you know, when he's warning you and you're like, okay, yes, I know you're telling me this. I'm going to do this and then don't do it. Like, because then now you're lying. 
And you like you, you who you can't fool God. He's all knowing God. He's Alpha and Omega, Omni present. So you can't fool him. So now you're lying. You know, the best thing to do is take that responsibility and just own up to it. And the Bible also says that he know who he that knows to do right and don't do it. It is a sin. Woo! He could have a sick of a shikiri. Exactly. Woo! All right. Look, y'all about to make me. All right. I see what you're doing, Holy Spirit. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. He that knows the right thing to do and does not do it, it is a sin for you. It's a sin for you. So if you know God been telling you to do this, if you know that you know it's not right, you know these things and that's all you choosing to be involved and that's all you choosing to do, then you already sinning. You already sinning. And what's, when sin takes root and it takes takes root and it takes partation of your heart and it takes and it, God, he, he, it's no space. You don't have no, you don't have room for God and sin at the same time. You don't. It's like one or the other. Why? What you do in secret will come to light. God is all seeing. So you basically hiding it from us, not him. Exactly. Like who you think you're fooling? Who do, who are you? Like who do you think you are to think that whatever you're doing could be hidden? This, we talking about the same God who went into hell, took the keys, the keys, of of death and rose back up. He we talking about the same God that has the authority to send you to hell or heaven. The same God that said He knitted you and He formed you and created you. He knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. That same God. And you think you can hide? You think you can hide? Stop playing. We gotta stop playing ourselves because we the only one we playing ourselves and we testing Him foolishly. All right. So um. Yeah, we got right here, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. So be truthful. Be truthful. We got to learn to be truthful with ourselves. Be truthful with Christ. Be truthful. Be truthful. Because like she said, like Quinche said, all we are doing is like hiding it from people. And one thing I can say is when you operating in Christ, you operating in your gifts, you, it ain't too much you can hide from a, a, a woman or man of, of God. It ain't too much. He's going to reveal it. He's going to show you. He's going to show you the mysteries. It's not too much. Now, you, you can probably hide it from those that are in the same, you know, that might be in the world who can't see. But you are, you, we, like we said in the last life, you are, you, you are what you attract. You are, you wear those things. Like you, you literally wear those things and it's literally in you. So there's nothing that really you can do. Um, to hide it <laughs> there's nothing you can do he, we gonna smell it sense it taste it feel it hear it see it it's gonna be one of them if not all of them it, so there ain't nothing you really could do but be honest and take responsibility <laughs> man look we are adults right but we are all always gonna be babes in christ you ain't even hiding it from us at this point holy spirit <laughs> He see you most definitely, um, most definitely. So we just got to start taking that initiative, you know, and grinding ourselves in Christ, building ourselves on rock, you know. Um, 
You know, and a lot of times what I notice is when we don't own up to something, we don't take accountability for something, it's because we say it's, oh, because I, I fear this or, you know, I have a doubt in this. And most times that fear and that doubt is rooted in you being in denial about what you know is the truth and what you know is a, what you know is obviously not the truth. It's like a denial that comes from it. Like you being, you, you, you be in denial of, and when, when you are in denial, that's that pride and that ego is puffing up in you. When you have pride and ego, you're never going to admit to something that you feel like you know was wrong, but you still did it. Or you know it's killing you, but you still li trying to live through it. Like that pride and that ego, you, you, so that's why I said in the beginning, when we start to choose the right thing and we put our free our free will into that thing then only then will it flourish and when you do that then of course the devil has to flee of course he can't do nothing to you you can't it says touch not touch not my anointing do no harm to my prophets and then he also said no weapon formed against you should ever be prospered these are things that he said and if he did, if he didn't mean it he wouldn't say that he's not of a man that he should ever lie so these are just things that we got to, you know, it's just a little, you know, it, it's a little simple, you know, a little simple thing. It's not nothing too hard. It's not nothing too hard. Right. But um, when we get to, you know, talking about all this stuff, um, this is where, you know, we got to start thinking, you know, um, we got to start thinking about, it's like, we got to think about our moves before we just just making like just doing stuff like we gotta start we gotta consider you know they make a joke what would jesus do like no literally like we gotta literally consider his ways think his ways what would jesus do for real like he ain't jesus not gonna go out and buy that liquor and get drunk like you know jesus is not gonna not condemning you though we're not condemning we're just saying we we gotta really consider his ways because his ways are not our own right so we know jesus is not gonna be out there like Gossiping and starting fights. Jesus is not going to be out there breaking up happy homes and happy families. He did say that he came to settle a daughter against her, a daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. He did say he came to start a revolution, but he, that is not, that, he's literally not saying that he's coming to break up unity. Like he's coming to break up things that, He's coming to shake up what's too comfortable. He's coming to shake up what's too comfortable and living in sin and living in this world and, I'm trying to tell y'all, look, it's in that word, it's in the word, it's it's in the word, it's in the word. Um Yeah. So yeah, we, we about to <laughs> we about to get back on the track here. Cause we kinda like every word with it, you know, but it's some bread though. Proverbs chapter twelve, verse twenty-two. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight, you know? So like we said when we read that, you know, we gotta be truthful. And be of our word always. If a man can't, you can't trust a man on his word. Especially, this is something that's important. Especially if you're in Christ, because God, his he, he his word is the truth. This his word is what it is. God is his word. So, if you are supposed to be in the image of Christ, and if we can't, our word is something that can't be trusted. If it's something that we said, then we can't even our you can't even trust that word. Then what can you trust? What can you try? What can you stand on if not the word? So we got to look at that stuff. You know, we got to be truthful and we got to stand on that word always or else it's, 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 it's nothing else you need to be talking about after that. Like you need to be, uh, getting your heart pasteurized, right? Um, John, uh, Job chapter 19, verse four, 
you are the cause of circumstances. So even if it be true that I have erred, my error remains with myself. Even if it be true, this is verse four. Even if it be true that I have erred, my error remains with myself. This is it. Like, ooh, you did not. You you did that. You did like he coming through like he said what he said and he said what he meant. He look, you can't it's it's you, it's it's it starts with us first. It starts with who it you know them by the fruits that they come in. You know. Whew. All right. That's that fire. That's that fire. If it ain't doing something for y'all, it's doing something for me. All right. If you ain't doing something for y'all, it's most definitely doing something for me. She says, Holy Spirit, freestyle. <laughs> most definitely. Right? So, um, yeah. We got to remember, look. We have God-given authority. And the problem is, we don't know that because we lack that knowledge, which then causes us to perish. Right? Um, but we have God-given authority that's given to us way from the beginning of time with, in the book of Genesis when he created Adam and Eve. He created the, all these things. And then in chapter 3, he created Adam and Eve. And he gave them the authority. He gave them the authority then to have authority over the fowls. And look, if he, if he separated the waters and he, he, he created heaven and earth and he did these and he said, let there be light. And then he, he, he formed up these things and he, he put the beast and the fowls in the water and the fowls in the air. And he did all these things. And then he created a man and him and the man walked, which was Adam and he, Adam named everything and he, he told him, he told them be fruitful and, and, and be and multiply and replenish. Right. And he created us and we were the ones who were walking and speaking these things. That means that we obviously, we are the image. He's the, he created Adam in the image of him. That is obvious that he had, he's given that authority to him. And if we, it started off from Adam and Eve onto us. That means we have that same God-given authorities here now in this day. And we, that means that we're obviously still going against that same dark force, that same, that same, that same old serpent. And so the problem is that we have to learn how to operate through these things. We got to learn how to operate through them. Um, so we got to remember, <laughs> I love you for this, Lord. Remember the truth which is Jesus Christ, shall set you free. Ooh, y'all didn't catch that. The truth, which is Jesus Christ, shall set you free. He came to set the captives free. And he is the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one shall get to the Father except through me. The truth, which is Jesus, which is Jesus, shall set you free. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, um, I just feel in the spirit that a lot of people got to start being more truthful. We got to start being more truthful with ourselves about things. We got to start being more truthful. Okay. And we got to start seeking the actual truth. We got to start seeking the truth. 
And as we said, the truth is Christ we gotta start seeking the real truth and not what's supposed to be the made of truth of this world. There's only one truth. There's only one truth. And if in the scripture he says that he is the truth, that means he's the he's the only truth. And he he by he I mean Jesus Christ shall set you free, which is the way which brings life. <laughs> hey, look. I be blue, look, I be blue when he be giving me this stuff off behind the scenes. And I be I'm like, whoo, it's that fire. Like, whoo. Like, I be, my edges be blue back. Like, I be like, hold on. I got, I got to hold on to my edges. Like, because I be blue back, bro, when he be giving me this stuff. Because this, this be deep, you know. Uh, I, but I, I like it, though. I like it. Even if it don't feel good to myself as I'm putting it together. Yeah, that be speaking to me. Put that fashion check, kill it, keep it going. Period. But yeah, we gotta remember that. Um, the truth, which is Jesus Christ, shall set you free. Cause He is the way, the only way, which brings life. It brings you life. It brings you life. We have to be honest with ourselves. Stop blaming other people. Stop blaming God for how your life is turning out by taking responsibility and correcting the error. Woo! All right, look. In a minute, I'm about to bring you on. I'm about to bring you on the screen. Cause, woo! Sis spitting. That is when God will draw near. He says, seek after him with your whole heart and he shall be found. Seek after him. He says that more than once in the Bible. Seek after him with your whole heart and he shall be found. He will be found. He says that. He said, no, 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 sis girl. Uh, you are, you spitting in these comments like fire, 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 fire. You going in these comments, so. All right now, all right now. But yeah, that's that's what I felt in my spirit. You know, exactly what you said in that comment. Um, we got to be honest with ourselves and we got to stop blaming people for the, for the circumstances that have we hold. Okay, look, there's something that he taught me in 2018. He said, he, he, he came through and he said that we, it's a, it's a process within the purpose. So... To understand the process within that purpose, we got to learn our authority within that process and that purpose. And when we doing that, we got to learn to walk in. We got to learn when we learning that, we doing that, we got to learn to walk in that. So we can't go and say, oh, this person or that person, because when we learning that authority that we have as we walking through that, that process, going and fulfilling our purpose, we learning that we hold the circumstances in our hands of what lies in our future. Literally, if you want something that, if you want something to go the right way, you know that you got to operate in the, in the way of Christ. Period. We hold those circumstances in our hands. Let me use a better analogy. If say, for instance, you want to be a doctor or something, say, for instance, you want to be a doctor. You are, you want to be a lawyer or you want to be an athlete or whatever. You know that you have to start that change. Now, you ain't going to just wake up and be that thing the next day. Say, for instance, this is what you want to do. You know that the circumstances of what is coming then hold, lies in your hands now. So in order to be that doctor or that lawyer or that athlete, uh, you have to change. With athlete, you got to change your diet. You got to start going out and you got to start doing those exercises and you got to start doing those things. You got to change your, you got to, you know, you know if you want to be a, 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 um, 
uh, athlete, when you do those things, you know that there are certain things that you can't do and you cannot do. You know that the more that you do what you, the more that you change your diet, the more you do these things and it become more of a repeated cycle for you. Um, authority is power, our right to give orders, make decisions and reinforce God just in case nobody understands what she means. Yeah, that's right. Look at that. Look at the body. Look at that. Woo. That's right. Um, yeah. Authority is. That is what authority is. Authority is the power of our right to give order, make decision, and enforce obedience. That's that authority, right? So, like when I was saying with the, um, with, the athlete analogy, like if you want to become an athlete, then um, you have to learn to operate your operate in that authority. You know, um, you have to, and it comes with that obedience. You know, you have to get rid of all those old habits. You have to get rid of all those things because those circum the circumstances lie in your hands. If you want to become that nurse or that doctor or whatever it is, you would have to. There's them circumstances lies in your hands. You are the cause of your own circumstances, period, most definitely, all right, so, um, you know, I feel like he wants me to end this and then um, come back with more of this, okay, I feel like this is what he wants me to do and so I am going to be obedient when I come back um we're going to talk about um we're going to talk about how the obedience in Christ matters you know how why it matters because um you can risk opening when you when you open up the doorways to certain things after you've not already you know been trying to serve the Lord or you know walking in him um, you know, it allows for the same things that you were probably trying to get rid of before, the same things you got rid of before to come back in. So I am just about to pray us out. Okay. Um, and I am going to come back. I'm going to come back. Okay. It may not be today. It may not be today, but I will come back. Um, and the the rest of this world is pretty short. The rest of this world is pretty short. So it, it's not going to be as long as this one. And um, I will also be on here and I will be um, praying and um, doing a little bit of deliverance. And um, actually, I believe who... Ooh, all right, look, I believe I'll be operating as well in um, exercising in the prophetic, um, in the prophetic area. So, you know, just stay tuned, you know, um, and I'll be back. You know, this is not it. This is not it. Okay. He have been having me away for a while. So it's been like maybe every few months or so, but that is coming to an end and I will be on here a lot more. So. Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you for allowing us to be under your grace, under your mercy, and to hear these uh, revelations and get get a better, deeper understanding and insight of your word and your in in the Bible, Lord. 
Um, we ask that you remain with us as we part off of this live and you continue to do the work in our hearts and on our minds, you know, um, continue to give us that deep surgery that we need um, to become more and more like you every single day. Continue to mold us and continue to build our character in, in you. Continue to do these things. I ask that whoever, whatever, whoever needs healing in their hearts, whoever needs healing in their souls, whoever needs healing and where they may have contracted some type of sickness or pain I ask that you heal them now and not in it within that within your authority those things have to leave I ask that you cover whoever um have troubled minds whoever has a troubled mind y'all ask that you cover you cover that and your blood you cover that and we replace those things we replace those things with your power. We replace those things with your blood. And we cover them with a, with a shield of protection. I ask that you cause for those that may have deaf ears to be uh, to have sound again. I ask for those that have been blind. You cause for the 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 the, the, the shears and the in the in the shades and the the scrolls to fall off of their eyes so that they may see again. I ask for those that have not been able to speak and been feeling muted in the spirits to have the voice to have a voice. They should get a new voice and they should be able to speak again. They should be able to speak again. I ask for those who have been feeling weary and, and low in their walk to be to be striving and jumping and running and, and Joy, they shall walk and not grow weary. That is your word. So that is declared and decreed that it will be so in your name. I ask that if there's anything else that I that I that I may have missed that you you hear it through that you you hear it through the hearts of your servants, Lord. You hear it through the hearts of your people and you come through, but you say you will never forsake us or leave us. That you've come to give us to give us life, and now we have the abundantly. So you you have you 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 have plans, and you know the plans that you have for us, plans to to prosper us, to give us life, hope, and the future, and not to 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 ever hurt us, Lord. So I just ask that you continue to love us, and continue to edify us, and continue to to um to correct us, and continue to to pour your mercy and your grace without you we are nothing so continue to do those things and as we close up this prayer we leave this at your feet but we do not depart from your feet but sit there and we serve you all the way until the day you return and then some so with that being said lord we leave this here in your name we pray amen okay be back back back